You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Ben Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mission Lab. This is episode seven. Today, we have a very special episode because we have a guest, or I should say I have a guest because my lovely wife, Camille, is out of commission, uh, nursing a little sickness. But we have a very capable and qualified fill-in, and that is my sister-in-law, Ellie. Ellie, thank you for being on this podcast with us. My pleasure. And so she is going to uh, be with us here during this podcast. We're going to have this really awesome conversation. We want to have Ellie on anyway, but uh, this provides a neat opportunity. So Ellie, why don't you just kind of spend a second or two introducing yourself? Who are you? What do you do? All that. I'm Ellie Truby. I am a physical therapist, but I'm home with my three daughters right now. Um, they're five, three, and seven months. Um, and I am a member of Sean's church mm-hmm. and a member of our missional community. That's right. A very capable member of my church and missional community. And we've referred to Ellie a few times on the podcast before. We're just very delighted to have her as a part of our church family, our missional community family, and that she is on mission. She is married to Camille's twin brother, Cameron. And uh, so, Ellie, tell us, you were raised uh, in the church as a Christian. What was that? What was your experience like with that? Yeah, my parents are uh, very devout, um, Seventh-day Adventist Christians. Um, I would probably label them as conservative and Mm -hmm. um, uh, went to church faithfully uh, every week growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what, I mean, what was your experience like? Did you enjoy it? Did you, were there parts of it you liked, parts you didn't like? Yeah, church for me was more of a uh, a duty slash tradition slash something that we just kind of did as a family all the time and then even into my young adult years. But um, I would say I was not engaged I would say that I wasn't um, fully enjoying it. <laughs> yes, I, I went because I, I do enjoy the people, I enjoy the music, I enjoy an occasional good sermon, but I myself <laughs> wasn't um, excited about it. Yeah. So I, I picked up on that because, Ellie, you and I have known each other for like, we're getting old, like yeah. 25 years almost yeah. now. I was just thinking about this. And so we've known each other for quite a long time lot prior to her even uh starting to date Camille's brother Cameron and prior to me even starting to date Camille so we've known each other for a long time yes but it wasn't until you became a member of mine that I got a clear sense for some of your maybe uh hang-ups with church in fact (laughs) confession time when when she when you guys first moved here to to Bangor uh, you had your first child not long after, right? And you guys would leave 
during the worship service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Naps are Naps important. Naps are important. But some of it is just like <laughs> you don't necessarily get much from the quote-unquote worship service, right? You can blame a lot on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kids have to go. Oh, yeah. So are you ready yeah. to confess here publicly to everybody what I'm getting at right now? You That I... Do not generally enjoy sitting and having someone speak to me. Okay. Like I, I like teaching and like having someone teach me something yeah. and I like to, but, um, even when I was in school and in graduate school, I was the first, like I was a front row kid with my <laughs> hand raised. And I always thought even then it was a conversation mm-hmm. between me and the teacher. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I viewed school mm-hmm. as opposed to someone just like sending me information yeah and so i um it's easy for me to check out if someone's just yeah. like telling me what they what's on their mind and it's not answering a question that i have yeah so you don't necessarily respond real well to the monologue we could say no no yeah, yeah, yeah. so 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 i have to admit as well that when when you were first telling me this i was like this girl, what is she talking about? <laughs> like, I thought you were just crazy. This is confession time, oh, public yeah, confession is... time. I said, this girl, she doesn't love Jesus. She... <laughs> but I have learned differently because yeah. I have been sort of converted to your way of thinking. And uh, so this is just this true confession time. But so you don't really like the monologue. You like, you like the conversation. Yeah. I, and I remember early on we started this, Uh, We were doing this church plant, quote unquote. We've talked about this in the podcast. And we came to you and Cameron and we said, hey, would you be interested? What did you think when I asked you that? Um, I immediately, my immediate reaction was, why do we need another church? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So I I was not interested. And so I think I came to you and I said, can you sell me on this? Mm-hmm. Can, if, cause if you're honestly asking me, like I respect you as a person mm-hmm. enough and, um, I'm like, can give me some reasons why? Mm-hmm. Um, and you had a whole PowerPoint presentation or something mm-hmm. ready. And I was pretty floored actually. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, ah, I never even thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Cameron and I thought and prayed about it for a while mm-hmm. and it's a scary thing to do something different. Mm-hmm than what has been your traditional model. But the reasons why we said yes, at least for me, was, well, I knew that the status quo for me was not doing it for me. Hmm. So either I just keep doing what we've been doing and then I just keep being who I'm being. um, And that kind of sounds dead. Hmm. Or we try something different, whether it will fail or not. I don't know, but at least we're trying something different. Um, another reason why is I love the idea of um, thinking more missionally, thinking of, of service, thinking of others, and that's how I wanted to raise my daughters. Mm. And I didn't want them necessarily to have the same kind of humdrum experience with church. I wanted them to think about church as a much more active and, and um blessing others type of a a type of of an experience Mm -hmm. and so i was hopeful that that i would be able to model that for them and give them that um and then the third reason i would say that i said yes was just because looking back in the bible looking at god's people sometimes life was just boring and sometimes god asked something of people and he just asked that they say yes Mm. and so i'm like well i'm being asked something right now and so i'm just gonna 
step out onto the water and say yes. Hmm. Hmm. That's awesome. I know that now just to clarify, I know that some people have not been clear based upon our podcast. We actually did not start a new church, Correct. quote unquote. It transitioned to be what, Ellie? A missional community. Yeah, a missional community. And and part of the the reason for that is because I remember early on in when we were meeting as a church plant team, Ellie was talking about you know what really fills my cup is just kind of hanging out with a small group of friends and kind of just being a community together. And that was kind of a seed that was planted mm. in my mind as we, as I started to recognize that that was like really awesome and fulfilling mm. that not just that we want to just hang out with ourselves to hang out with ourselves, but that authentic community is authentic really... Authentic relationships is where it's at. Yeah. So, so we did transition to this sort of missional community idea and it, did it kind of take a different, uh, approach in your mind? Because initially we were going to put on this really awesome church program and, you know, we're going to, we're going to have, you know, great music or a children's program, but now it transitioned to be more missional Mm -hmm. discipleship. It was actually a great relief in my mind (laughs) when when that happened because I, the feeling of um, proselytizing mm. or uh, like going out and trying to get people to come and do my thing um, is kind of intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. And I've never liked the feeling of salesmanship. Mm. Um, it can be done well and there's nothing against salesmen, but it's not what what resonates with my personality. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm real hesitant to have an agenda um, or, or trying, I, I'm not very good at inviting people to do the Jesus thing with me necessarily. But when I realized that what God asks us to do is to go be a blessing to others and live a gospel centered life and make it undeniable that God is working in our life and to invite people to be a part of our family that mm. way. I'm like, I can do that. That makes sense. And then I can get excited about that. And that, that, was a huge shift for me when I realized that 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 was what Jesus is talking about mm. for us as opposed to go like knocking on doors or or go with every friendship that you have turn it into a like a ma- changing the way that they are acting or you are acting yeah. and making having an agenda and um, realizing that I can just ask God to use me and taking the day-to-day opportunities that I have and then thinking about them more of as a way that the Holy Spirit is working through myself and my friends um then God is doing the work I'm just merely a vessel I'm just Mm. I'm just the mouth I'm just you're you're uh, cooperating with him yeah Yeah. and that that is so much less intimidating when God's doing the work yeah yeah I remember one of the things you said early on is you recognize like you were baking bread for a friend yeah and you're like now I know that that like matters or something like that. Yeah. Like, like it's just something simple, but I'm already doing it. But it's it's an act of worship and and, yeah. and an act of blessing and serving and, yeah. you know, making disciples. In- infused purpose into my everyday actions. Mm, yeah. So as we had mentioned before, it's all about ordinary people doing everyday things with gospel intentionality. Uh, I was just reading, I'm, I'm reading this book called total church and um i was just reading a part of it i'm just starting it and i like 
these churches on missional church are like crack to me. I have to admit, I just like, <laughs> I get so giddy, but, uh, he was the authors, Tim Chester and Steve Timmis were talking about, um, the scenario where you're playing squash They're They're from England. So they have squash and not racquetball, but you're playing squash and this new coworker of yours is telling you about some struggle they're having. And they are after hours, you know, going out to eat and, and he says, imagine you're there with that friend and he's telling you about his stresses. And then they say, and imagine right then and there you tell him about Jesus. And, and at first I thought they were setting that up as like a positive example. Mm. And he's like, and then they're like, you're probably cringing right now at yeah. this scenario. Yeah, yeah you can <laughs> feel kinda, that. Yeah. And that, I, I know that that makes a lot of people cringe, but they were just, uh, you know, pointing out that this is kind of like a typical you know, gospel conversion type approach. And yeah, we want to tell people about Jesus because he flows out of our hearts, but all as it's the natural, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, natural rhythm of one's relationship. I think Um, thinking too a lot about my, I've I've been blessed to have um, my human relationships have largely been very positive. I have a very godly father who I love. My husband is I'm very close with and I love him and um, have a good relationship. So when I think about God, I often will think about what he has taught me through my human relationships. And I think you have mentioned before where like if you were just to talk about Camille, who Mm -hmm. is awesome, Mm -hmm. but if you were to talk about Camille all the time or inappropriate (laughs) times when you're talking about something totally different with someone else, it would come across as disingenuous. Forced. And forced, right. But at the same time, you're going to talk about her because mm-hmm. she's a huge part of your life. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, I think, if God is a huge part of your life. And when the timing is right, it's just going to happen yeah. kind of naturally. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so you've you've learned to reorient your thinking and, yeah. and uh, think about mission as an everyday thing where you're just trying to yeah. live a gospel-centered life. But you were telling me before, as we were kind of chatting a little bit, uh, you're still growing. Which is good news because all of us are still growing and maybe listeners are thinking, oh, these people on this podcast, they have it all figured out and they're performing perfectly with their discipleship. You're still growing. Yeah, I I still don't know where that balance is. And I, um, between sharing my faith readily um, and not coming across too, too strong, um, because think about, I mean, God is a huge part of my life, but, but I, one thing that I've been very happy with is p- part of this is that I have been nurturing my, my friendships too, that before I may have just stayed in my comfort zone of just a few people that I knew, but I've been purposely trying to nurture other friendships. And, um, I don't know if I get it right or not, you know, <laughs> like t- trying to share what's so important to me and what I believe is a huge, um, life changing game-changing um experience of having jesus as your mm. in your life mm-hmm. um where you know i want to share that but i don't want to come across too like i don't know pushy pushy yeah. yeah 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 so circling back around here just for a second talk about the community we've talked a little bit about mission talk about the community experience that if you would uh, yeah. about our missional community and what that's meant to you and whether it you know, speaks to your soul, whether it's been more yeah. fulfilling perhaps than kind of the show up once a week type thing. One thing that we have um, 
talked about before is that the missional communities are an engine to the church. Mm. And that just keeps playing over in my mind as being true because what now that I'm involved in a missional community where I have a, a spiritual family where I can be vulnerable, where we can share Christ with each other in a much more vulnerable, intimate way, my my engagement in the church service is increased because mm. I am I'm, I'm just more engaged and more connected with mm. with you know at least a few of the people around me. Um and also to my greater, um, to the the greater church body, as well. So I've I've really noticed that that I that I care more than mm-hmm. I did before because mm-hmm. I'm I'm engaged, mm-hmm. um, and um, I I also definitely think that by living a more intentional life, I'm I'm having to stay more connected with God, and so um, I think that I've definitely had a closer walk with God, and I'm definitely feeling like that particular area needs more growth mm-hmm. to, I, I mean, they say the nearer you get to the cross, the, the, the further you feel like, mm-hmm. like you, it's like you, you mm-hmm. need, you, you can see mm-hmm. your weaknesses. And I just, I, um, I just know that I need so much more, mm. um, one-on-one time with God. Mm. Um, so that's another area of growth that obviously I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just, just making my everyday life purposeful and intentional. And it's mm-hmm. really, a, it's, feels like life is more like a prayer. Mm, That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing. And uh, I've, I think I've expressed before, I'm just so thrilled with your excitement and fervor for missional communities and uh, mission and discipleship. And it's been inspiring to me, Um, honestly, because this is a slow work. Like, yeah, it's, it's very slow. And I don't mean that like numerically, like, hey, man, look at we don't have any people that have become disciples, but just, just in general, like missional communities, it's messy, right? I mean, it's, yeah. and, and it's like, it, not linear. It's not linear. No, you, you feel like you're moving forward and there's rhythms. Like there's times where, you know, our missional community is very busy because we yeah. have lots of travelers in our missional community and we'll go for like a month where, you know, you and Cameron and then Judy and Tom, they're gone or now we're yeah. going to be gone. Um, so it's, it's a very dynamic thing that, you know, I know early on with me, it was like, oh man, we need to be going faster with this. Mm -hmm. We need to be meeting more. You remember that? I'm sure we need to be meeting more Mm -hmm. and we can't have these breaks, but, um, it takes, it takes a lot of patience and God, God can work through that though. Um, but yeah, I've been thrilled. One of my, uh, greatest joys is just to see, people in our missional community kind of have renewed fervor for community mission discipleship and you have been an encouragement to me so thank you ellie uh so with that being said do you have one because we try to have a practical piece of advice as we close do you have anything that you'd like to share you know, one thing that I'm always, Cameron and I are both doing this, we keep saying, oh, these people are so great. We get along so good. We should have them over. <laughs> oh, man, these guys, are, we, we love these people. Let's have them over. And then sometimes time just passes. We get busy and we have got little kids and, you know, months pass. We're like, oh, we haven't gotten together with these folks. So I would say I'm speaking to myself here as much as to anyone is you know, pick up that phone, make make the call to the those people who you feel drawn towards and they obviously like you, you like them, but they, 
you're not really living in community with them mm. and say, come on over, you know, let's just have a messy supper together and let's just like, let's just do go do something and, and try to make that, make that initial step towards, towards people. Mm. Mm. Good. Absolutely. Excellent piece of advice. And I do one more word of appreciation, Ellie. Oh, goodness. Okay. I'm going to make you blush, yeah. I'm sure. But you're pretty strict about your children's bedtime, right? I love me a good schedule. <laughs> but you, I've seen you surrender oh, because sometimes our gatherings yeah. run a little late on Saturday afternoons. Yeah. I think every time. Yeah, yeah. And it's been very, and I'm not saying, you know, just to try to manipulate you to keep doing it but I'm, I'm very grateful that you know to see how you have surrendered that and you realize there's a greater good yes. going on right he's still working on me <laughs> <laughs> well i'll just uh share this piece of advice and camille and i will no doubt talk about this in a future episode but that is try to develop rhythms missional rhythms where you make repeated contact with the same people so, um, for example, and, and go at the same time, the same place, cause the same people are going to be there. Like for example, uh, if you go in the morning to this coffee shop, go at the same time, same place, you'll see the same people. And over a course of time, you can develop a relationship with them because it's kind of awkward to go up to strangers and be like, Hey, I'm Sean. But if you see them regularly, it more naturally lends itself to a um, natural, you know, relationship. So, or if it's the gym, go to the same gym at the same time each day or each week. Library story times. Library are, story times. I've made some of my best friends that way. Same with Camille. Same with Camille. Yeah. She's not mentioned that one specifically, but it's definitely huge. Again, just to be able to bless people, get in contact with them, because we can't really bless people to the degree that God wants us to if it's just kind of like a one-time mm-hmm. deal. He wants us to go deeper with people. Yeah. So that's my piece of advice. And uh, like I said, I'm sure it will be a topic in a future episode. But thank you, Ellie, very much for being with us or me specifically on this episode. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you again sometime. All right. Absolutely. So thank you for listening, everybody, to episode seven. We'll look forward to having you with us next time. And uh, we're signing out from Bangor, Maine. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ogay. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPodcast. Podcast.